Are you a kiddo who dreams? Kinky dreams? Dreams of wearing pants like the ones you grew up with? Well, golly gee, dream no more. Kinky Dreams specializes in printing cute vintage designs of diaper prints, superheroes, and cartoon characters on adult diapers. These handcrafted pants will leave you feeling your full baby fantasy. If you want to get your grabby hands on one of these one-of-a-kind diapers, make sure to use promo code PLAYTIME for 10% off all Kinky Dreams products. Kinky Dreams, making your little dreams come true. Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsies Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pants. I am your host, Newsy Baby. This week in Newsies Nook, banning certain drag shows in Texas, why one Texas lawmaker is asking drag queens to sashay away. Plus, I sit down with a baby fur to talk about his music. This week in Newsies News, a Republican Texas lawmaker announced he will file legislation banning drag shows in the presence of minors. This announcement comes days after viral videos showed children attending a drag show in Dallas. The event titled Drag the Kids to Pride invited parents to bring their kids along for a drag show. Outraged protesters arrived to picket the event and could be heard in some online videos accusing the parents of grooming and endangering their kids. Videos from inside the event showed parents sipping on drinks with kids seated at their side while drag queens performed on stage and at times invited the children to walk down the runway with them. Representative Brian Slayton tweeted Monday after the event saying, Drag shows are no place for children. Slayton released a statement that read in part, The events of this past weekend were horrifying and show a disturbing trend in which perverted adults are obsessed with sexualizing young children. According to the Daily Mail, a representative for the bar said the event provided a safe and family-friendly space to celebrate people being who they are. It is important to note, lawmakers would not be able to consider Slayton's proposal until the next legislative session, which is scheduled for January 2023. It is not clear what enforcement this potential legislation would include. Ha! It's no secret that I'm a mega soaker. Sometimes I just put on a diaper, drink a little water, and bam, I'm leaking all over the place. And I'm left thinking, is it me? Am I the soaker? And then I found North Shore's Megamaxes. Have you seen them? They say they can last up to 12 hours. 12 hours, I know! And they come in a variety of colors like white, pink, tie-dye, and blue. My favorites is blue. And the best part is, it's anti-odor, so I can be my little stinker self all I want. If you want to get your grabby hands on them, just look in the show notes of this episode. I got you. It's like what North Shore always says. Be dry, be confident, be you. This week in Newsies Nook, we have a special guest, Dax Beck. He is a popular baby for a virtual musician with nearly a thousand monthly streams on Spotify. I brought Dak into Newsies Nook because I kept seeing tweets about his music and how it helped put kiddos into a nice headspace. As we began our conversation, I slowly started to learn about the differences between furries and baby furs. To begin our conversation, I played Dak's top charted song, Juice Box. This is a shout out. I love you. Sorry, I'm a loud mouth. I, I, I am just a kid. Don't know what I did. Only if you say so. Coca-Cola So hyper you can't 
Well, thank you, Dak, for coming to Newsy's Nook. Hi, 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 hi. Hi. You made that. Yeah, well, I didn't make it, but I sang on it. Oh, you didn't mix it? <laughs> no, I don't. Actually, um, oh, so I do produce a lot of my own music, but I actually uh-huh. didn't produce that track at all. Uh, a friend of mine named Astro Pup did it, but it's funny because I have two friends who go by Astro Pup. One of them is a popular artist, and it's their uh, it's their alter ego, which is so like my friend Goji. Uh, they have like a lot of different little projects, and they're all really really amazing. Uh-huh. And it's just funny that they have a project called Astro Pop, and so is the person who made this. I don't even know if the person who made this is going by Astro Pop anymore, but it's this like Berkeley graduate that was like my intern last summer, <clears throat> and uh, he made this beat for me. And then my friend uh, remixed and mastered it, and then I jumped on it, and yeah. <laughs> oh, that's kind of cool. So you found people in the community that had like similar interests, and you guys just both collabed on this project. Yeah, that that, ba- that beat was made by a baby for Swag. Very cool. Let's go into did you are were you already mixing music yourself? I mean, how did people know to reach out to you to collab for this? Well, actually, it's mostly a VR chat was I I, I started uh, hanging out in VR chat and making friends in VR chat. That's how I got like introduced to the whole baby fur community. And it's something that I was like really interested in uh, <clears throat> the baby fur thing for a while. I just never embraced my truth. You know, but then I, I did. And then I met a bunch of cool friends and some were like, Hey, I make music. I was like, you know, I kind of want to start a music project. And then, you know, everyone started working with me and I mostly make a lot of my own beats nowadays. And my friend Mackle mixes and masters. I haven't uh, done a collab in a while, but I've done a couple collabs that are pretty cool. What made you, what made you embrace your baby for self? Um, I mean, I have nothing to lose, dude. You know what I mean? And And you only live live once YOLO. So, you know, embrace what you enjoy and don't worry about what other people think. Cause it's not like, I mean, who are you going to impress? You know, right. who cares? Right. <laughs> who are you, you going to impress? I mean, let's talk about, you know, we were talking about before the interview about, you know, you accepting yourself going balls deep into your baby for life what has been the reaction of releasing music? What has been the reaction of vanilla people that know you? So um, it, it went pretty viral at one point. Uh, and it's because I released music underneath the hyper, uh, I'm sorry, hyper pop genre. Um, and the hyper pop genre is like super gatekeeped by 17 year old edgelords on Twitter. And it's very funny because I'm like, you know, a lot of people don't know. I tell everyone I'm 22 like, as a joke, but like everyone who knows me, I'm like, I'm 28. And, uh, it's just like the joke age for like hyper pop producers are either 17 through 22 and like uh, hyper pop is like super, super volatile. And that's, that's the reason it kind of got big is because it was like, first of all, the hyper pop people, a lot of them are furries and a lot of them yeah. do know what baby furs are. And I was like, Hey, you want to hear some baby for hyper pop music? And that really triggered a lot of people. And a lot of people thought it was really cool. And the reaction from like vanilla people is way better than, uh, other furries who, like to virtue signal really hard by pretending they hate baby furs so that they can look cool or something. There's so much I don't understand. So we're going to open this can of worms up. Hyper pop. What is hyper pop? It's a, uh, it's, it's pop music, but it takes all the aspects, all the aspects of pop music that makes pop music like catchy and like, like really drives it in like really hard. So like, okay. 
you know, like really, like really poppy stuff. Like it's, it's so hyper pop. It's, there's nothing apologetic about it. There's no subtlety. It's all like hardcore intense, you know, like glittery shimmery. Like the song we played at the beginning wasn't like super hyper pop, but I consider it like more hyper pop adjacent. Like the song okay. playground I did was like the most hyper pop thing I ever did. Oh, and then okay. also the most recent release, like the last two releases actually have been super hyper pop too though. Oh, all right. You all have them play underneath just so people can get the vibe of what hyperpop is. And you were saying that a lot of furries are into hyperpop music. Is that like where you meet other furries is through this common interest in hyperpop music? Uh, I, I mean, now it is, but I used to meet other furries from like forums online. And like when I was younger, it was all like Skype, IRC, Second Life, you know, things like that for affinity old stomping grounds for Cadia. Right. Interesting. That's so and and your music has been well received by the hype by the furry community and all that? Uh yeah, by baby furs. Baby furs love it. Furries, uh actually a lot of furries do love it too. Um and they're embarrassed to tell their friends that they listen to Axe Back and it's really funny. I get DMs all the time from people that are like, I wish I could follow you because I love your music, but all my friends hate baby furs. I think you're cool. I'm like, aw, that's okay. I understand. One day you'll uh, you'll figure out uh, to love yourself and not worry about what other people think. Give it time. So then, question: Why, why such a weird divide be- between baby furs and furries? I feel like aren't shouldn't they be under the same umbrella? They are, whether they want to be or not. It's it's more like uh, it's it's like sitting with the unpopular kid. You know what I mean? Everyone's afraid to do it. Even if the unpopular kid is super swag, you know, <laughs> making cool music, yeah, having fun, you know, it's fun. And then you were saying at the beginning of this conversation that Juicebox, the one that we played at the beginning of the interview, was your was your favorite song making. Why why is it your favorite? It's just a huge collaboration between friends, and obviously, I even said it in the song. I was like, you know. I couldn't do it without you guys. Thank you. You know, it's, it's just a huge collaboration. It's got, it's got good pop sensibility. It's like repetitive in all the right places. And it's just, it was just a fun one to make. Do you wish you could do more collabs with other baby furs around? Yeah, I would love to. And I, I, I actually, uh, I am collaborating with some more baby furs very soon. And I'm anything to keep it in the community. The community is very important to me. ABDL and baby fur both are very important to me, but I tend to focus on the baby fur side of things. Cause that's kind of my domain. Got it. So I only like, I only like raid other baby furs or other furries. I try to really keep it in the community though. Like anytime I spend any money on anything, I try to keep it, you know, within furries or baby furs. If I'm like, I'm going to buy some clothes, like buy it from furries and buy it from baby furs, things like that, et cetera. Right. So I, so I, I've always been under the, under the understanding that there's a lot of crossover for, and I, I don't identify as a baby fur just cause I don't know a whole lot about, is there is there a great difference between ABDLs and baby furs for those people that don't know? Not at all. One is a, a furry and one's not basically that's the only difference for the most part. Oh, okay. and there's a lot, there's aspects of pup play kind of, that's kind of what like tie it together. It's like a lot of aspects of pup play, you know? Got it. I guess, I guess I just can't wrap my head around why there would be a divide if there's so much crossover and you know, you take little aspects from, different kinks and then you make it their own 
Well, like the divide between baby fur and uh, ABDL is, is not, there's not much of a divide to be honest, but the divide between furry and baby furs is huge for some reason. It's not though. Secretly it's not because all the people that run the conventions, all the people that do everything, a lot of them are baby furs. A lot of people run all the sound checks and run all the lights and all the things for the cons. Most of them are baby furs, not going to lie, but it's funny. <laughs> it's would just you, like, would you ever you know. do a song about it? Oh yeah, dude. I'll do a song about anything. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll do it right now. <laughs> do it. I, you know, if you say, if you, if you say you can, I would love to hear, like, could you spit a beat right now about the differences? No, not right now. I don't have like a loop machine or anything on me, but if I did, I would. Cause I love music is like a playtime. It's fun. And you just get a, get a sound going that you really like and you let it go and you let it go and then you express yourself and then you auto tune the shit out of it and then you're good. <laughs> is that where you, so let's get into like, where do you get your ideas for your songs are they just you know situations are they ideas that pop into your head when you're in in a certain headspace where do these ideas where do these songs and ideas come from they uh they come from my, my fear of being irrelevant and dying and um and uh not being talented anymore just kidding no, um it just comes from like hanging out with people and like having having like good times and like a lot of my t songs are talking about like making friends and you know, like all the good things. It's just like, I try to take a little space, like, like incorporate pieces of little space and the pieces of myself and then like mix and mash them all together and then kind of flatten them out on a track. Some of my music's about nothing, honestly. Uh, <clears throat> some of it's about being like afraid of the dark and like overcoming your fears. And some of it's about being just like a slut. And that's really funny because there's like, <laughs> there's like Dax back, like the baby fur. And there's like Dak, like me as a person. And then like, sometimes I like to jump around on the spectrum and people might think it's pretty inappropriate. They're like, Oh, you're like a baby fur and you're singing about being a slut. Isn't that bad? I'm like, yeah, well, you have to remember I'm also a cartoon who is a 28 year old man. So I kind of just do whatever the fuck I want. Right. Well, you bring up a really good point, right? Like, you know, I'm not, you know, there are times where newsy baby is, is a baby. And then there's other times where I'm just a, disgusting person that likes to piss on himself and jerk off right like there's such Let's a duality go. to everything <laughs> do you what has the response been you know you you were saying that you know baby furs love your music Have they, has anyone ever messaged you saying why they love your music or what what why they gravitate towards it so much I get DMs like almost every day and I'm I'm so lucky they give me such life you know they give me such energy people tell me like I get a lot of this where people are like, I was afraid to be myself. And I've always been like a baby for a low key, but you know, I always had an alt. That was like my alt account. Like my baby for account is my alt account. Like my normie furry like account is like where I know everyone on and all that kind of stuff. But like a lot of them are like, yeah, dude, I just fuck it. Like I'm going to be myself. This is my like main account. Now I'm going to be baby on main. And it's because of you showing me that, uh, well, it doesn't matter. And, um, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm pretty like rebellious kind of in a way. Cause I just kind of like do what I want and I'm like, you know, I, I don't, it don't, doesn't bother me. Right. Nothing to lose. Do you feel, I know we're talking about your music, but I just want to hit on this. Do you feel like baby furs get a bad rap because of the ABDL side? Oh, for sure. That's, that's the part that furries don't like is the ABDL side. And it's because they assume so much, if you know what I mean. They're really, really assuming a lot. They assume that, uh, <clears throat> we're uh we're rapists and that's really really dumb and i'm like yeah okay well 
you're you're uh, you're raping me with your with your annoying thoughts how about that wow that's crazy you know i've always felt like you know i know that abdl is a kink that doesn't get shown a whole you know get doesn't shown get doesn't get shown very often and so there's a lot of misinterpretation but i feel like if you're in a kink such as you know furry I would feel like there would be a little more understanding because, you know, there's more understanding in the furry community, but still not as much as you think. And you know what? That's okay. It doesn't matter. I'm not, I'm not, I don't yearn to be understood. The people who understand me are all around me and I'm here for them and they're for me. So it's, it's just, I'm, 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 we're in our own space and you know what? We're on the come up. Yo, ABDL, we're on the come up. People are starting to, you know, understand and starting to realize and, you know, we've had our stints and in, in, in pop culture. And of course we're shown as like the freaks or whatever, but at least we're shown and people are going to see it. And the ABDL community is growing all the time and things are only going to get better. And we're going to be at the forefront of it, creating content. And it's going to be really good for us. I'm sure of that. There you go. Well, let's hit, let's hit on that. You know, how long have you been making your music? But that's what I look like when I'm taking a drink. Um, <laughs> My music, for, those that, uh, for those that don't know, if they're if you're just listening to the podcast version of this, I am staring at Dax's uh, VR persona, and he's sitting in a room, and there is a cat in the corner on a loop, and I thought it was a real cat for a hot <laughs> second. So, so if I sound very, uh, if I sound like I'm distracted, it's because uh, I'm talking to I'm talking to a baby for right now, like an actual baby. You, you know what? To be honest, <laughs> you're the first baby for I think I've had a conversation with uh, in person virtually. Okay. Well, I'm glad to be that for you. And it's really fun to learn, isn't it? Like about all this different stuff, because you're on the, you're on the ABDL side of things more than than the furry side of things, right? Correct. Do you do like pup play stuff? You know, I just got into it. I'm getting into it slowly. I just got my first, uh, pup muzzle. I went to my first, uh, pup night in LA a couple of weeks ago. It's very fun. It's very freeing. It's a very, you know, for someone that does a lot of talking all day, it was fun not to talk and just, mm-hmm. but like also communicate a whole lot, if that makes sense. Pup plays a, bo- a lot about body language. So it's, yeah. a, it's a big deal. And like, I went to school for theater. So like, that was extra fun. Everyone was like, wow, <laughs> you're such a natural at this. And I was like, cause I did a lot of theater in college. Yeah. I see your hand movement and you're like, you're like yeah, the theater. yeah, <laughs> that's so go. good. I love, I love theater kids. I love, I love theater. I love art. I love any, any expressive thing like that. I'm really into, I love performance art. It's amazing. There you go. But let's back to your music. Um, how long have you been doing your music? Oh, oh yeah. I forgot to answer that. Uh, I've been doing my music for, well, I've been making music since I was like 16 years old and it started with like parodies and stuff, but, uh, I've only been making the Dax back project music for about a year and a half, maybe now, maybe just a year. I'm not sure, but somewhere like year, year and a half. And where do you see it going? Cause, cause you know, I, you know, for not following a lot of baby fur accounts, you know, your music stood out because I just kept seeing all these comments about like, you know, this is really cool music. This puts me in a vibe, which, you know, I, you know, I was listening to it when I was diapered up last night and I was like, yeah, I could definitely like get into like a fun, playful vibe listening to this. Do you, do you listen to your own music or do you have people messaging you, you know, claiming that too, that it puts them in a headspace? Oh yeah, definitely. Especially some like my, I have some music that's a little more baby and some music that's a little more intense. So like for sure, I get messages about people being like, yo, this song makes me a baby. I'm like, that's swag. 
Uh, I mostly, I mostly, uh, so I have like this, this thing where I do, I do a release that's baby and I do like a nasty release and I kind of go back and forth a lot. So I'll do like, like, Oh, this is going to make baby first happy. It's really calming or it's really like on topic. And then Mm -hmm. the next one I'm like, I'm going to fuck your dad. And then that's the next, the next one. And then it goes back. I'm like, Google Gaga, Google Gaga. Next one. I'm like, I'm horny. I'm going to fuck all the dads. And it just goes back and forth. So well, it kind of captures both vibes because people are on, on both of those vibes or one or the other. Right. And I'm on I, both. I see. I, I agree. I switch between both. What, what one is, so if I wanted to get baby tonight, which one should I listen to? Take a nap for sure. Somebody please help me. I need someone to pick me up. I can't count my money. Life's so tough. I can't tie my shoes yet. I'm so shy and clueless. I don't want to do it. Give me the attention. I'm so soft and lovely. Don't you want to hug me? I wanted to go fuck some dads which one should i go listen to um brat for sure Did you, so now I'm curious, what came first? Did you, did you go, did you go do a dad and then you wrote the song or like what inspired that song? Um, actually it's funny. I'm not really, uh, I'm actually like super monogamous and like, not like open or poly or anything like that, but like, I'm super into it aesthetically and I really appreciate that. And like, I'm definitely not like, it's, it's like a character, like for me, like, like, oh, I'm fucking dads. I don't even like, I don't do that. Oh, I actually like, thought I was like asexual at one point, but I'm super like into like fantasy. the vibe. Oh, like yeah. the vibe of it all. Okay. Definitely a fantasy too. <laughs> um, is your, is your partner also a fur? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so it was Papa easy. Chubbs. Did you find him in like one of the fur spaces? No. <laughs> Funny enough. I actually met him on Tinder uh, not that long ago and he was like a normie. Um, mm-hmm. Well, he's not, he's not a normie. He is cosplaying as a normie. It's like, I was like, Hey, what's up? I'm like all freaky and shit. And I'm a big furry and I wear diapers. He's like, you know, I kind of like that too. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Oh, okay. Wow. Perfect matchup. Yeah. So it was really easy. You didn't really have to like do this whole, like, Oh, I'm, I have this kink that I'm like scared to tell. Oh, someone. I, at first, at first I was actually, at first I was like, well, I do this thing. I'm kind of an influencer for baby furs, but you know, I'm not sure if I'm really into it. He's like, it's okay if you are. And I'm like, yep. Okay. That's me. I'm into it. <laughs> wow. Did he know who you were when you said, oh, I'm this? And, and did, he, did he know who you were? Oh, no, not at all. Oh, a lot okay. of normies don't. Know. Well, some normies do. If, if you're like a hyperpop, like if you're into hyperpop, you probably know who I am. Like all, all like my favorite hyperpop artists that I listen to for sure know who I am because it's a small artist space. Like, like I know Alice Gass knows who I am. I know like, like 100 Gex definitely knows who I am. Like not sure if Dylan Brady does knows who I am, but um, 
but uh laura less definitely knows who i am because her cousin is like a big fan of mine and she's like yeah i've talked about your music with them and i'm like hunter gex is like the crown of hyperpop that's like they like pretty much invented modern hyperpop music and uh the fact that laura less knows who i am and their cousin likes my music is pretty freaking cool interesting because you were talking about how there's like an age associated with it could you does that mean once you go past 28, you can no longer make hyperpop music? <laughs> no, no. It's 22. I'm oh, it's no, 22. Uh, I'm so sorry. A lot of actually, a lot of hyperpop artists like Dorian Electra are like the same age as me and stuff. So there is, there is kind of a weird gatekeep and it does seem to be a really, like a lot of young people really like hyperpop, like, you know, late teens, like early twenties, they love hyperpop music. It's, it's a second wave of scene music really. And I was really into like scene core music when I was really young, when I was like 15, 16, I listened to like tons of trashy MySpace music that had blast beats and tons of autotune. And I really liked it. And this is just a continuation on, I was on the cusp of that culture. And now mm-hmm. that basically scene music is making a resurgence, except for it's more inspired by hip hop this time, rather than pop punk. It's, it's a lot more interesting to me. All right. I really like it. Are there any like, Con- concerts venues like could you go see hyper pop music in person oh yeah uh 100 gex has like big shows like sebi has big shows like tons of these bands have like really big shows they're they're big deals it's it's wow. the future of pop music this 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 uh this summer you're going to hear hyper pop music uh on the radio pop popular artists that we know and we love that's in the pop sphere they're going to be making um hyper pop-esque music hyper pop influenced music that's going to be on the radio this summer and then it's going to go for another summer and then it's going to fizzle out and then people are gonna be like hyper pop's so stupid and boring and it's gonna be like dubstep and it's gonna be a flash in the pan another trend gone but you know we'll go on to the next thing who do you think is going to break that glass ceiling like who, what pop artist do you think is going to like make the jump into hyper pop uh, music i think personally i think charlie pooth or whatever the heck their name is i don't know how to pronounce their name i think they're gonna probably like be a little bit on that vibe i also feel like uh some hip-hop hip-hop artists are probably gonna do it i feel like justin bieber is gonna try but it's gonna fail and come off super bad um because he's already trying to like dude how do i don't know dude justin bieber's not even that old like how is he like falling off so hard like vibe wise like he's really trying to match like the modern hip-hop aesthetic and it's just i don't know if it's just because he hasn't lived that life or doesn't know any like anything about that but ooh failing failing hard this just popped into my head but which current pop i won't say pop music but popular artist do you think is secretly a furry <laughs> that's funny um how how pop are we talking because dorian electra is totally a furry and they used to play second life and have a bunny avatar and for sure like they're popular they're very popular but they're not like radio popular maybe like, like la radio popular but not anywhere else who what like radio popular person do you think is furry or i can let's open the door to like kinky like maybe like a popular music person that is kinky who do you think ariana grande kinky dude ariana grande is totally kinky like that's the vibe i get unless it's just like i'm being edgy and i don't even have time to be kinky because i have a whole career and all that stuff but that's what i'm gonna assume They, they got big kink vibes fun (laughs) <laughs> well, I, well, I am inspired that, you know, you, you said at the beginning of this interview that a couple of years ago that, you know, you made such the switch into fully, fully embrace your baby first side. Before we end, what advice could you give someone that may be a baby fur and they're kind of, you know, they're kind of nervous to express that self. What advice could you give them? 
unless your parents have money held over your head and uh, they're going to die soon or anything else. I don't even know whatever situation. Basically, don't worry about what your parents think unless they're paying your rent and uh, you have to survive for the moment and you got to like, you know, do your thing. But if you have no one to impress, no one paying your bills, nothing you got to do, just be yourself. Seriously, like don't waste your time waiting until you're 45. Like all my, my older gay friends, they had to wait until they're like 45 to be able to be gay because, you know, culture wasn't conducive of that at the point. And you know what? You have to be the change you want to see in the world or whatever poorly attributed quote. Just do your, do your thing, you know, be, be yourself and don't worry about it unless uh, you have to survive, you know? Right. Well, we also brought up that there is a little bit of divide between, you know, furries and baby furs. Let's say I am a baby fur and I get like a hurtful message or something. Any advice for them? Yeah. Um, what you do uh, is you respond with a video of you pissing in your diaper. And then like, you like get all close to the camera and be like, fuck you. And then you throw your phone away, move on. I guess, I guess that's all you not ignore them. You shouldn't ignore them. I mean, you could ignore them. I never do. I always send a really, really low res video of me, like doing something absurd. That's usually what I do. And then they never talk to me again. I don't get trolled a lot because like, I don't know, I invite it and I'm also extremely crass. So I'm just like, Oh, you want to troll me? I'm going to troll you. I, I have, I have fun doing this. This is, this is something I enjoy. I grew up on the internet, dude. I'm built for this. <laughs> I grew up on the internet. I'm built for this. That's the most millennial thing I have heard <laughs> in a while. Um, where do you see your music going? Like, what's the next step for you, your music? Where, like, what is the next step that you want to take? Live performance. That's what I do. I do live shows. A lot of people are asking for live shows. I want to. I want to give the live show. All right. When if you had if you had to make a goal for yourself right now, when and where would this show happen? MFF main stage. Face the fact that I'm a baby fur. Ha 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 ha. What is that? Is that a furry convention? I'm so sorry. I don't. I just don't know. Is that a furry oh, convention? Yes, of course. It's MFF is the technically was or is the biggest furry uh, convention in the world. It's in Chicago or outside of Chicago. It's really cool, and I'm going this year, hopefully. So the next one, you're going to have a performance there. I don't think that's going to happen, but I think I might be able to make it happen. I don't know. I, I know a lot of furries nowadays, and all the baby, all the baby furs, are the people who run all like the the lights, audio and stuff. So maybe, maybe I can work my way in. I've been offered live shows before and I had to, you know, throw them down because COVID and stuff and things are starting to finally come out, you know, we're starting to get out of the COVID phase. So it seems like it anyways, I don't know, but live performance when things get better. All right. That's the goal. I'll, I'll be on the lookout two to three years. Oh, happen. it's going to be absurd. I'm going to, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to do some crazy shit. I'm going right. to fly around in a diaper around the crowd and just pee on everyone. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I would be into it. I don't know if everyone else would be into it. Uh, before we go, uh, I asked you for two songs. We just we heard Juicebox at the beginning of this interview, and we're going to mm -hmm. end on Gremlin. Give give the viewers just a little little taste of what is this song about? Okay, so Gremlin is about um, <clears throat> not being afraid of the dark, whatever the dark may be in your life. Just about not being afraid of it because your friends are your nightlight. Oh, I love them. Yeah, exactly. Is that inspired by the Gremlin movie? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Even though that is a great movie. Now, Gremlin oh. is just uh, something like a lot of baby first say or even ABDL people say it's Gremlin energy. That's like what I put off a lot of is it's basically being like a crass little crazy little zany baby fur, essentially. It's Gremlin energy. Awesome. 
Well, thank you so much for peering peering back the curtain so I could understand furry and baby fur. Yes. The community a little bit better. Pulling back the diaper and showing you what's inside. There you go. I don't Dak. mind doing that anytime. <laughs> thank you, Jack, for coming to Newsy's Nook. Thank you for having me. You're insane for doing that. <laughs> I am insane. Bye. <laughs> Demons in my head, can you please check for me instead? I wanna know the truth, is there any proof? Cause the EMF is going through the roof. I'm a Toys R Us kid, not afraid of nothing. Go step on a Lego, hurt worse for your ego. Smash you like the Hulk, order my pics in bulk. Maybe I can't read, at least I can talk. I will have links to Daxback's Twitter and music in the show notes. All right, kiddos, I am leaking all over the place. I got to go change. See ya. Bye. Hey, do you know how to read? I don't know how to read. But I heard Playtime has a new bi-weekly online kink magazine. It's called Playzine. Yeah, I heard if I knew how to read, I could read about different fetish lifestyles, events, entertainment, and news. I guess I gotta go to the Playtime website to practice my reading skills.